Hi, folks. This is Elazar Bloom, licensed marriage and family therapist. And I want to welcome you to the very first episode of the podcast, Relationships Revisited. I am so glad that you are here with me. Today, I just want to give you a little bit of a backdrop, a context, which I think is a really important context to looking at, well, today, intimate relationships, our couple's relationship, and why it's so important to come to a relationship such as marriage with this perspective. You know, a couple walks into my office and after exchanging pleasantries, sitting down together, I often ask them, so tell me guys, how do you feel about being here? And I get different responses to this question, but a very common response that I get is something like, I can't believe that we're here. A sense of failure, a sense of shame, a sense of what's wrong with us. And I totally get it. It appears by what people put out there about relationships that this should have been just up and running. It should have been successful. It should have been shiny. And it hasn't been that way. It's been painful. It's been hurtful. There's been a lot of suffering. And people feel understandably like everyone else is getting it. Or we should we should be able to do this. What's wrong with us? And what I want to hope I hope to explain in this episode is that really there is nothing wrong with a couple that's in front of me seeking help or a couple that is at home struggling and fighting to try and find a better relational space. It's actually what is supposed to happen. It's part of a very deep process that is happening in, happening in general in human existence. So a couple that shows up for help is actually just meeting the challenge head on. And that takes a lot of courage. So before we come back to this question of why I believe there's nothing wrong with a couple that is having issues and certainly nothing wrong with a couple that is seeking out support as they work through issues, I want to zoom out to a real philosophical question around the nature of human existence. What does it mean to be a human being? What's it like being a human being? And one very significant aspect, I believe, of being a human being is that we experience this world as being broken, as something is off here. It, we look around and we see suffering. We look around, we see things not making sense. Chaotic forces that seem to usurp any sense of control, any sense of safety and security. And it feels off. It doesn't, it doesn't feel comfortable to us. It doesn't feel good. And that brokenness, in fact, is almost calling to us. It's asking for, maybe even demanding us to participate, to provide healing, education, nurturing, refining, loving, tending to. And it's calling for that in order that its true nature can be revealed. And as I hope we'll see, it's that backdrop 
that I think affords us as human beings trying to do deep, intimate relationships a context that is extremely purposeful and very compassionate. But before I continue with that, I know it's possible that some of you, who are especially are familiar with creation narrative, what's what's written about in Genesis, about the Garden of Eden. It seems like that was an ideal state. It wasn't broken. It was perfect. But if you take a closer look, even at that narrative, you will see that God places the first human being in the garden to work and protect it, to tend to it. And if it indeed was perfected, there's no need for protection. Protection from what? There's no need to work and improve it. It's already perfect. So although it definitely was a more clarified spiritual state than we currently find ourselves in, it was even then asking for our participation. The world was never perfect. It was never intended to be. It actually was intended to be a relational space. And there'll be further discussion of that down the line. But coming back to our original question of marriage, of intimate relationships and couples that experience strife and struggle and suffering and pain in their relationships. And why I say that there is nothing shameful about that. It's because marriage is almost at the core, at the heart of this rectification process, of this tending to process. The human being is inherently alone in his or her experience. We're in a disconnected state as the, again, going back to the Genesis, as the Bible describes as not good. It's not good for the human being to be alone. And marriage is given to move from that unrectified state into a state of becoming one flesh, of connection, of love, of relationship, of deep relationship. And that is at the heart, the center of this overall project of healing existence, of bringing, revealing the true nature of our human experience, which is one of love, which is one of connection. But that takes that, that takes us, that requires our participation. So therefore marriage is going to be, is going to be deliberate, difficult work. It can be wonderful and beautiful at times, but it is going to be conscious. It has to be conscious in order to bring it to this more rectified state. And to me, this is wonderful. This is beautiful news because as I'm experiencing strife and struggle in my relationship, or as I see other people that are dealing with the same thing, it says, yeah, this is, this is what's to be expected. Of course, you're doing something tremendous here. You're doing something brave. You're doing something courageous. You're doing something that is, you're trying to bring oneness and unity Peace, harmony to a world that does not have that in store for you inherently. It doesn't show you that. So there's no shame in it. It actually is what we're being called to do. And if you're reaching out to me or somebody else or just working at it on your own, wow, that's, that's amazing. No shame in that. It's, it's what we are being brave enough to respond to.
So a takeaway for this episode, and as I mentioned, I hope to give you one takeaway for each episode, is that if you are in a place of struggle, know that this is part of the process. It is a feature of being human and working at an intimate relationship at a marriage. It's not a bug. It's what it's supposed to be. And to seek seek some type of, I guess, solace in, okay, this is hard, but there's nothing wrong here. We're doing something really brave and wonderful. Look forward to being with you folks next time as we continue to explore the space between in the podcast of Relationships Revisited. 